and I appreciate, and I just want to say, oh, Lord, thank you.
She stumbled through the tears that made her blind. She felt such pain. Some spoke in anger. Heard folks whisper, there's no place here for your kind. But still she came through the shame that fleshed her face. Until at last she nailed me to her feet. And though she spoke no words, everything she said was her. I said, Fellowship in the Word with Pastor Robert R. Cooper. Today's service is brought to you by Single Mother's Guide to Raising Black Boys and also on Crack to Christ, Part 1. Both books written by me, Franklin Donnie D. Lewis, and pick up a copy. Available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, Ixlibris.com. Our phone number is 646-595-3338. 646-595-3338. Pastor Cooper will be here shortly. Never would have made it. Never could have made it without you. I would have lost it all. But now I see how you were there for me. I can say Never would have made it Never could have made it Without you I would have lost it all 
But now I see how you were there for me And I can say I'm stronger I'm wiser I'm better Much better When I look back Over all you brought me through Just need to testify to somebody next to him. Tell him, I'm strong, I'm wise, I'm better, much better. When I look back over what he brought me through, I realize I made it because I had you to hold on to. Now I'm stronger. I'm better, so much better. I made it. Is there anybody in this house other than me that could declare you made it? Tell your neighbor, never would have made it. Never would have made it. 
I wish I had some help here. I wish I had just two or three people that would just declare it. Never would have made it. Never could have made it. I just. I just love to encourage myself. Sometimes I just look in the mirror and say, I'm strong. I'm wise. I am better. So much better. When I look back over what he brought me through, I realize I made it because I had you to hold on to. But I never I never could have made it without you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good God Almighty, never would have made it. Never could have made it. Sing it one more time. All I need is just one more time. Everybody say with me. Never could have made it. Oh, oh, oh. Never could have made it. Without. All right, all right. Marvin Sapp never could have made it. Neither could have I have made it. Without you, Lord. It's time for Pastor Robert Cooper, Fellowship in the Word. Let me welcome Pastor Cooper. Pastor Cooper, good morning. How are you doing? Uh, good morning. Good morning, Brother Lewis, and, and, and to all the other listeners. And We're doing well. I hope you all are, too. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Thank you. It's a, a, a marvelous day in the Lord. Yes. You know, and what we're going to talk about today is a breaking point. Amen. You know, sometimes we consider breaking points when you just get sick and tired of being sick and tired. And you got all the information in front of you in the Word of God that tells us that we don't have to be. But yet the adversary is constantly putting pressure on you to be everything the Word of God says you're not. Amen. And I think sometimes that place of breaking is a good place because it causes you to let the old things be passed away, like the Bible says, and it forces you to make all things become new. And when I'm speaking... I know I'm not just speaking for myself because after a while, everybody reaches that breaking point where they get sick and tired 
of being what the devil says they are. And they made a decision, a conscious decision, and a quality decision to be what God says. And yeah. we're going to be talking about that today because it's time we begin to identify with the way God says we are. Amen? Amen. It, it, Amen. It, it, Amen. It's kind of like this. Life is not a game show, you know, because we don't we don't come on this thing just to clap our hands and and and, and to laugh and to celebrate our defeats like you do on game shows. We come to win, and we've been given every conceivable resource that we need to win. This is a battle that's not ours, but it's the Lord's, so we can't do anything but win. But what we have to do, we have to humble ourselves under his mighty hand, and God will exalt us and give us the victory in due time. I don't know about you, but to me, it's due time. Amen. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So many of you are facing milestones in your life, you know, different Mm -hmm. ones that are, 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 are reaching certain milestones, and God has given us the privilege to get there. Yes, he has. And so we want to take some time out and just thank the Lord, because had it not been for the Lord on our side, where would we be? Nowhere. Yeah, I'm starting to think that we're taking this thing for granted more than we should, because just the opportunity to be alive and to be able to give God praise and to be able to worship him and to be able to give him glory should be privileged enough to make anybody want to shout and say amen. amen. I believe that we have come to a place and point in time where we have to do a self-examination because there's going to be some days where you just don't feel it. There's going to be yeah. some days where you just don't have it. There's going to be some days yeah. where you just want it. Yeah. So we all have to take those times to do a self-examination to see where we are personally so we can make sure, amen, that our issue is not somewhere outside of ourselves. It's real easy to point the finger, am I right? Yes. So we have to learn sometimes to point the finger at ourselves because we've been given, amen, a broad definition of who we are in God's word. And we're going to be speaking today on the subject, living according to God's word. Amen. There's a choice that has to be made, and the choice has to be, do we believe God or not? It's just that simple because anything we do beyond that, we're just playing a game. We're straddling the fence, yeah, and we're yeah. playing a game. It's time for the people of God to get come out of the playground of life yeah. and get serious because we've been on the merry-go-round yeah. for much too long. Yeah, going in circles. Amen. And the thing about the merry-go-round, I heard you say going in circles, which is real good, because the thing about the merry-go-round is, you're depending on someone else to motivate you. 
Yeah. The merry-go-round doesn't move by, by itself, and if you're on the merry-go-round, someone has to be propelling you. Yep. <laughs> yep, yes, they do. The devil don't mind if you stay on the merry-go-round because he knows as long as you stay on the merry-go-round, you're not going to walk in the power of God that God has given you. So he don't mind propelling the merry-go-round. And the more you're happy on it and the more you're smiling and giggling on it, the happier he is. Mm. Because he does not have to be concerned about you there because he knows you're not going nowhere. Yes. The adversary is only concerned about people who get a hold of God's word and believe every word God says and begin to apply the word and walk in it, praise the living God. Yes. Let me give you a little example. Let me give you a little example. These are the kind of people that the devil is really most concerned about. Those of you who have your Bibles, go with me to Colossians chapter 2. We've been here before, and we'll go here again and again and again, and I know the devil don't like it, so we don't need his permission. We have God's permission. Why are you talking about the devil? Because, because if you spend as much time in front of the flat screen TV as I do during the course of a week, you see more headlines about the devil than you do about God. Praise mm. God. So we came here today to celebrate Jesus. We came here today to give God the glory in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Colossians chapter 2, verse number 6. If there's a reader in the if there if there is a, a listener in the radio audience that wants to read that scripture out loud, you don't even have to identify yourself if you don't want to, but simply read it for us if you would. This is fellowship in the word, and I encourage it wholeheartedly. So then, just as you receive Jesus Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him. Oh wonderful. No, 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 just Real quickly, that to those of you who don't have that version that that person was reading from, uh, the King James Version says it a little differently. The King James Version says, As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. Amen. That's an invitation. Amen. That's Amen. an invitation from God. And thank you, reader. That's an invitation from God, because God is telling us, God is calling us, and he's telling us that your place is not out there in the world where there's tribulation and all the other things that are going on. But I want you to practice now walking in Christ Jesus. Amen? And and, and when you walk in Christ Jesus, wherever you go, you'll be representing and demonstrating Christ Jesus. Even Amen. if they don't like it, there's nothing they can do about it because Jesus Christ is on the scene when you walk in. Wherever you go, when you walk in in Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ shows up. Praise the living God. And, and walking in him doesn't mean just going for a walk and then when you come home, take him off. Walking in him means a lifestyle. Amen. Because when you walk in him, you're, 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 you're taking on his ways. You're walking in his ways. You're walking in his power. You're walking in his love. You're walking in his kindness and in his patience. You're able to do things that he does because you're walking in him. 
Now, the adversary is real mad because he would prefer that God's people never knew anything about that. Because he can keep you on the merry-go-round going round and round, and it's time for us to get off the merry-go-round right now. And it's time for us to start walking in the calling that we have from God because he has called us to walk in Jesus. As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, how have you received him? Amen. Some people may have received him, amen, in in, in different ways. Some may have received him as Savior. Amen. And that's good because that's who he is. He's our Savior. So how do you walk in him? Walk in salvation. Salvation salvation is a topic that it would take... It would take weeks and weeks and weeks and months to even cover the whole thing, and we still wouldn't be done with salvation. Salvation covers a whole lot of spiritual ground. And when Jesus saved you, he did a whole lot for you, amen, that most people don't even know. Amen. So, so, so if you know him as Savior, walk in salvation. Someone else may say, well, I know him as Redeemer. Then walk in redemption. Amen. Yes. Walk in Amen. redemption. Praise the living God. Know that you have been redeemed. Everything you ever did that wasn't of God, Jesus Christ has redeemed you, and it didn't cost a dime. All you have to do is have faith. And Amen. realize that you have been washed clean by the blood of Jesus Christ. That's right, devil. I'm yes. telling the people of God so they can know. So you can't keep condemning them and pointing the finger at them and remembering them and reminding them of, of how it used to be and once upon a time and all that stuff you're real good at, devil. He's real good at, he's real good yes, at trying to remind is. you of what you used to yes. be. Yes, he is. Yes. He got a title. He got a book with your name on it. It's titled Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Mm. Come on back. Yep. So what we have to learn to do is continue to move forward and don't look back. Yeah. Praise the living God. Because God has some wonderful plans for you, and I'm sharing this with the bulk of you. Your best is yet to come. Amen. Yes. In other words, you haven't seen anything yet. I like the way the Bible puts it. Your latter is going to be greater than your former. Amen. Hallelujah. We have a lot of reasons, amen, to celebrate walking in Jesus because now we know as long as we're walking in Jesus, one thing Jesus doesn't do, he doesn't walk backwards. So when we're walking in Jesus, we don't need to walk backwards. All we need to do is just keep moving forward. Yes. Keep amen. moving forward. Amen. Yes, and indeed. realize that when you're walking in Jesus, you're walking in God's absolute yes. best. Yes, yes. Walking in the yes. best. Moving forward. You're walking in the best. You're walking in the best God has for you. You're given a picture of God when you're walking in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. What I like about Jesus is is that he had no difficulty when he was in the earth identifying with God the Father. Amen. Mm-hmm. And so we have all the resources we need to walk in Jesus. First Corinthians chapter 2. Verse 16. Hallelujah. 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 
First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. And what does it say? Go ahead and read that for us, Rosie. For who has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Amen. 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 So, so, so not only have we been invited to walk in Jesus Christ, but we also have been told that we have the mind of Christ. That almost sounds yes. too good to be true. And if there was anything else but in God's word, it would be hard. To, it would be hard to grasp. But we have the mind yes. of Christ. Therefore, we're supposed to think like He does. In other words, if you don't think like He does, then you're not using what you got. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Amen. We have to learn to use what God has given us. So the Bible says we have the mind of Christ. Philippians chapter two, verse five. It says it says that we are to let this mind be in us that was also in Christ Jesus. Well, I can hear I can I can hear the adversary now talking about, oh no, he's one of them kind of preachers. Yes, I am. Because I'm going to tell it. I'm not going to hold it back. I'm going to reveal it, praise God. Because God's people need to know, amen, where we're supposed to be. Yeah, yes, yes. Yes. How we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be. And above all, whose we're supposed to be. We're amen. God's people. We are the yes. people of God. We are the children of the Most High God. I like Psalm 82 and verse 82 because it tells us that, 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 that we are the children of the Most High. Please, somebody, please understand who you are and also realize whose you are. You belong to God. So, so belonging yes. to God means the God who created the universe, you belong to him. He didn't leave Amen. anything out when he made the universe. So why would he leave anything out as it relates to you? Yep. He's going to make sure everything you need, you have. My Bible says, but my God shall supply all of my needs. Everything I need to be an offspring of God, he's going to give it to me. Everything I need to be, amen, he's going to give it to me. How he made me and everything I need to be, to be how he made me, he will supply. Yes, Hallelujah. Amen. So we have so we have a choice, amen. We can either live according to God's word or we can live according to man's word. Oh no. Because God's word has a real, real, real vivid and real nice description of us. Go to first Peter chapter two, verse nine, and I'll read it to you. I'll read some of it to you. Because it would take days and days to talk about Amen the way God sees us. First Peter Chapter 2, verse 9. Got that, Sonny boy? 1 Peter, chapter 2, verse number 9. And I think when we study these things a little bit in more detail, we have a much broader perception of what we look like. And then we'll be able to walk in that. I love it because he tells it just like it is. He says, but you are 
I'm talking to the people of God. The Bible says you are, talking about us, a chosen generation. That's how God sees us. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Now, when you read peculiar people, for those who don't know, that doesn't mean you bunch, you, we're a bunch of crazy folk. But that word peculiar translates into we are God's treasured possessions. So you need to know that about you need to know that about yourself. We need to know how God sees us because in the eyes of God we're chosen. Amen. There's so many other depictions of man, and if man would go by them and not and live by them, man would be in a fallen state all the time. But God is trying to raise you up. How many know God wants to raise you up? Amen. Hallelujah. He yes, wants amen. to elevate us. Praise the living God. I, I, I like Deuteronomy 28 when he says that if we hearken diligently, verse number one, unto the Lord our God and observe and do all the commandments that he commands us this day, it says the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all yes. the nations of the earth. God's desire is to elevate us. And to bless us. Because it goes on to say, and all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you. Amen. So so we need to we, we need to ask ourselves, how do we want to live? We want to live according to the word and let God define us? Or do we want to live outside the word in the world and let mm-hmm. Satan define us? No. Let God define us. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. And then when you realize that God sees you as a chosen as a chosen people, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, you'll understand that in the eyes of God, you're not how you thought you were at all, but uh, uh, but instead of that, you're royalty. Yes. How many know how many know it's all right to be royalty as long as you're royalty in God? Yes, yes, yes. 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 So royalty means royalty. Royalty means that 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 all things are under your feet, and that you become kings and priests under God, like it says in Revelations. And how many know that everything? How many know that what the king says goes? Uh-huh. Yes. Amen. Yeah. I, I thought about that and I meditated on that and I said, man, you know what? If I don't watch myself, I'm going to I'm going to preach a message called "What the King Says Goes." Because because I don't know any king that makes a decree and that decree is not carried out. I was just watching a, a, a show a little while ago and it was about a, a military person back in the Western days and everything he said he said that's an order. That's an order. That's an order. And he kept giving orders. And every time he said, that's an order, everything he said came to pass. Everybody he spoke to got busy. Amen. Now, when the king speaks, when the king speaks, because Jesus taught us this, because how many know Jesus is the king of kings and the Lord of lords? Yes. Mm -hmm. 
And when the yes, Bible says amen. in Colossians 2 and 6, as you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, that's the first thing that came to my mind. He's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Then walk in his kingship and walk in his lordship. You got the invitation. That's how God wants you to live. Yes, it just showed me, amen, when the king of kings speaks, amen, what the king of kings says goes. They want yes, a ship hallelujah. one day. You know the story. They want a ship one day, and there was a, it was a real bad storm. Jesus, however, was down in the bow of the ship taking him some rest. Yep, he was yep. awakened, though, by the disciples, and they woke him up, and they said, Master, Master, don't you care if we perish? Mm-hmm. Jesus looked around, he saw the scene, he saw the situation, and he immediately, amen, he he, he, he got in Jesus' position, the position we're supposed to be in when we find ourselves in a storm. And he didn't panic. He didn't panic. He simply looked at the storm, and he told the storm, peace, be still. Yes. And my Bible says, and there was great calm. Oh, man, when I think about that, I think about how wonderful it is because when the king of kings speaks and what the king of kings says, it has to go. He spoke to the storm, and the storm obeyed him. And the Bible said that the disciples, they marveled at how that that, that even they they talked to each other, looked at each other and said, hey, man, even the wind and the waves obey him. Even the weather obeys him. How many know when we start walking in Jesus? Like the Bible tells you to do in Colossians 2 and 6. Take another look at that scripture. He says, as you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. That's the King James Version. Your translation may read a little differently, but it means the same thing. Yes, yes, yes. What the Lord has called us to do is change the way we live. But we can't change the way we live until we change the way we think. And we can't change the way we think until we get into the Word of God because the Word of God gives us direct instructions on how to think because our thinking can't be the same anymore because the Word tells me we have the mind of Christ. So that means we have to start thinking like Christ thinks. If you want to start doing like Jesus Christ does, we have to start thinking like Jesus Christ thinks. Amen. And start speaking like he speaks and saying like he says. And you'll start realizing what what he does. And it'll be in your life. That's just the way God wants to see it. You won't be out of order with God. You'll be right in God's will. And we need to practice that because that's what God wants us to be. In his will, walking in Jesus. I like Colossians. If you go back to Colossians chapter 2, verse 6, where we were reading, and and it says, so walk ye in Jesus. It goes on and tells you a little bit more about what it means to walk in Jesus. And it goes on and tells you that uh, it's times like this where I know that we're going to have to get some technology going on here but he says but he says in verse in, in verse chapter 2 verse 6 hallelujah 
It says, as you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, we read that, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him. Hallelujah. And established Amen. in the faith. How many know Jesus Christ is all about faith? Yes. He told the Amen. disciples on that day on the ship, he said, oh, ye, he, 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 he asked them, where is your faith? In other words, if you had faith, you would not to be worried about the shipwreck. You would not to be worried about the storm. Faith is a powerful thing. I repeat Amen. that. Faith is a powerful thing. Yes, faith amen. is something that can completely turn people's lives around. Faith can take that which is broken and tore up and make it whole. We talked last amen. week about the woman with the issue of blood, and how she said, if I could just touch the hem of Jesus' garment, I know I'll be healed. And when she touched him, she said, I mean, she, I mean, it's amazing because her faith said, I don't have to shake his hand. We don't have to, we don't have to look eye to eye. Just if I can just touch a piece of something that's touching him. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be healed. And she did. And when she did, Jesus felt it. The Bible says that he felt virtue go out of him, meaning power. And he asked, who touched me? And when he found out who it was, he told the lady, he said, he said, he said, woman, he said, go thy way, daughter. Your faith has made you whole. That's how powerful faith is. That's yeah. why we have to practice faith. That's how, this is why we have to get in faith and get out of fear. Uh-huh. Yes. How many yes, know indeed. fear will keep you out of faith? Yes, it will. Yes, yes, it will. Faith doesn't operate when fear is in operation. Faith can't work when fear is in operation. Uh, but the good nope. thing is, fear can't work when faith is in operation. Yes, Amen. Amen. Yeah. So we have to start walking by faith. Amen. Jesus Christ wants you to walk by faith. But he told the woman, he said, go that way, daughter. Your faith has made you whole. He didn't say, I'm touching you and you're going to be all right. He didn't say anything else. He said, your faith. He gave, he, gave, he gave credibility to her faith. He let you know how powerful faith is. Faith, faith, faith will make you whole. Yes. Amen. It took faith to speak to that storm on the waters that day and say, peace, be still. He knew what was going to happen because he understood, amen, that when the king speaks, Things happen. Yeah. Amen. But we need to understand, amen, we need to take on the mind of Christ and start doing things the way Jesus Christ does. Now, don't get me wrong. When you start living like Jesus in front of folks, uh uh-oh, here we go. When you start living like Jesus Christ in front of folks, there may be some who may not be that comfortable with you. (laughs) And I'm saying this to all the people who, 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 who have such a strong desire to make everybody else feel good. There may not be people that feel that comfortable around you because your light is shining so bright they won't be able to see. Yeah. They may be offended Amen. at you because of your confidence and the level of faith that you're operating in. But you know as well as I do that the way you've been living is just not good enough. It's time to start walking in Jesus. Yes. Yes. Amen. At any cost. At any cost. 
because we have to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. We have to reach a breaking point to where we need to do something greater than what we've been doing. How many feel like that today? Yes. If I'm talking to you, even if you don't say amen, I appreciate you when you do, but even if you don't, if I'm talking to you, amen, you know amen that God knows that I'm speaking to you. Because we all have been there, and we all have come to a place and point where we say, we want to do more than what we're doing. Yes. How we're doing is not good enough, especially when the Word says we can do better. Hallelujah. You know, I'm talking about, I'm talking about a subject, I'm talking about a subject when I say the Word. I'm talking about the Word of God. That tells us, amen, and this is going to be strong, but it's not wrong. That tells us, amen, that we have been healed from sickness and disease. My Bible tells me in Isaiah 53, verse 5, he said, And with his stripes, talking about the punishment that Jesus endured on the cross, with his stripes, we are healed. Anybody hear that? The Bible says, with his stripes, we are healed. Amen. So yeah. we got to make sure, we got to make up in our minds, are we going to believe God's word or not? Are we going to start living according to the word? Because I do know this, you can't be healed and sick at the same time. Nope. One is going to erase the other. And when the word of God says we are, then that means that means healing has erased all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. I like Psalm ninety one because one of the verses says one of the verses says that no evil shall befall you and no plague shall come near your dwelling. That's how covered we are in God. And all we have to do is make up in our mind, we're going to live according to God's word. I'm not going to go by what the news says, the TV says, what he said, what she said. I'm not going by no more he said, she said. No. Right. I'm just going by what the word says. I'm living according to God's word. Yes. Numbers 23, verse 19. Numbers 23, verse 19. We can trust God. And the reason we can trust God is because when God says something, he means every word he says. Amen? Amen. Brother, you get it before me. Go ahead and read that for us, please. My wife, Sister Cooper, and I'm going to ask if she would read that for us. Numbers 23 and 19, please. God is not a man that he should lie. Did you all hear that? God is not a man that he should lie. So everything in the word of God that we have made a commitment now to live by is the truth. God is not a man that he should lie. Go right ahead. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Have have he said, and shall he not do it? Has God said it, and shall he not do it? In other words, there's nothing God says that he won't do. Amen. So when you read that Bible, remember that. Remember that, and, 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 and realize he's talking directly to you. Have enough faith to believe that when you read the Bible, God is speaking directly to you. No matter whose name is on the chapter, no matter who wrote it, no matter who he's speaking through, 
He's speaking to you. And he's not a man that he should lie, so he, all he's going to do is tell you the truth. God is not a man that he should lie, mm-hmm. neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said it, and shall he not do it? And some more. Or has he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Or has he spoken anything that he can't make good? Everything he yes. speaks, he makes good. Everything he said, he'll do it. So when the Bible says you are healed, in Isaiah 53, verse 5, that means you're healed because God said it. Yes. <laughs> and so we have to get to the place where we say, you know, I'm just going to believe God and God only. I'm going to believe everything God said because he's the only one I know who tells the truth all the time. Hallelujah. I like Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. How many of Jesus and God are one? And so he said, I am the way and the truth and the life. So he's telling us that he's not only the way, he's also the truth. He doesn't just tell the truth. He is the truth. The God Almighty. Amen. The God Almighty. He is the truth. So we have the yeah. mind of Christ. So when we start thinking like he does, it won't be long before we'll be seeing ourselves as the truth. And we'll Amen. be doing the same kind of things he does because we have the mind of Christ. How many know you think yes. like he thinks, you can speak like he speaks? Yes, amen. Good God Almighty. When you, when, when you think like he thinks, you have the right to speak like he speaks and to act like he acts because that's where it all begins. Everything begins in the mind. And with the mind of Christ, amen, we have been given a precious, powerful gift from God. But he says, but he says in Isaiah 53 and 5, he says, he says, and with his stripes, that whipping I took on the cross for sins I didn't commit. See, he took a beating on the cross and everybody will be celebrating Resurrection Day next Sunday. Resurrection Day, he died on the cross for sins he didn't commit. He died on the cross for sins we committed. And he took the punishment that should have been ours, but he took it and paid for our sins in full. Yes. So when you receive Jesus Christ and when you receive salvation, Amen. Understand that you are now walking in a state of total, absolute, 100% holiness. Amen. In the eyes of God, you are holy because he sees you no longer as yourself. He sees you through the blood of Jesus. And so now you're walking, you're pure, praise the living God. Because Jesus Christ has paid the price in full. He's not making installments. Your sins have been paid for in full. Hallelujah. Amen. Days and days and days to even to even begin to start expounding on salvation is so powerful. But if you're not saved, I highly recommend that today you get saved. And you can get saved right on this call if you want to. Praise the living God. I don't know. Maybe you haven't given your life to Jesus Christ. Maybe you've been coming around the church, but you never have really made a commitment to be a part of the church. Because how many know the church is the body of Christ? Yes, amen. 
So what we want to do is we want to give opportunity, amen, for those who need to know Jesus Christ to invite him right now by faith to come into your heart and come into your life and change you completely. And all you have to do is believe, and God's grace will save you by faith. How many know what grace is? How many know what grace is? Grace is God's favor. It's unmerited favor. Grace means God has given you something that you didn't earn or you didn't by your own actions even deserve. But God, being the loving God that he is, says you can have it anyhow. Yes, amen. So he gave us Jesus Christ, who paid the price for all of our sins, and what we want to do is start walking in him so we can begin, so we can walk a, a, a deliberate life. We can start living, amen, a righteous life. Because now that we're in him, the Bible tells us in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, that we are now the righteousness of God in him. Your whole description has changed. Your whole definition has changed. God no longer sees you anything but one way, and that's in righteousness, in holiness, amen. through Jesus yes. Christ. Yes. Now, the adversary yes, wants to point the finger at this day, that day, and the other days. God is not thinking about none of those days anymore, not when you're in Christ. And this is not giving anybody a license to sin. But this is giving you an opportunity to be forgiven. Okay. Come yes. to Jesus right now. Don't let another moment go by without saying, Jesus, come into my heart. I surrender all to you right now. And learn to come live in him heart. and to walk in him and, to, and, and, and have the mind of him and watch your life will change from this moment forth and forevermore. Amen, yes. I, I pray that prayer with anyone who's listening. You may be listening by means of the podcast. It may happen later on today. It may not even be on the live broadcast. But if you do if you do what I just described to you, you will be saved. Jesus Christ wants to come on in. He's knocking at the doors of your heart anyway all the time. You didn't need me to tell you this. You've been feeling the urge to want to come to Jesus. Now is your day. Yes, Amen. Hallelujah. Let him in. Yes. Let him in. Let him in. Let him yes. take over. Amen. Uh-huh. He can do a much better job of living. Amen. He knows more about living the right way than we do. Because he yes. is the righteousness of God. And in him now, we can live the righteous life. Not the self-righteous life. That's that man-made form of righteousness. But the righteous life. Righteousness yes. means being right with God. Being right with him, Amen. being not only correct with him, but being in right position with him. Yes, amen. Amen. Being in the right place, dwelling in him. I like Psalm 91. Psalm 91 says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Did y'all hear that? Dwelling yes, and yes. abiding. Dwelling and abiding does not mean visiting and just stopping by. Dwelling means living there. Abiding means making it your home. Amen. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to be on high with him 
Amen. And he's made a way for us to be on high with him if we just simply say yes. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. You know, I talk so much on these fellowship in the word conversations, I forget that we're in word fellowship. I, I want to give someone else an opportunity to share maybe something along these same lines because we're going to start living according to God's word, whether folk like it or not. So we may as well talk about it because we no longer want this thing to be, amen, a, a situation where we lose all the time. And if there's anyone else who's interested in winning and not losing, the line is open. I'd love to hear your comments. Anybody in the lines are open right now. And, you know, it is time for us to start winning instead of losing. Like you watch the news every day, you, you think that it's the end of the world, it's the end of everything, it's just so much negativity coming through that flat screen it's just it's just too much you know and as as i uh since the line is open i was speaking to uh talking with uh steve howe uh the other day and he was telling uh telling me about last sunday's show and this was during the week so you know he listens the next day on the podcast i want to say uh, steve i'm praying for you i talked with you you weren't feeling too well so we're here praying for you here, fellowship in the word. And uh, I also want to pray for uh, my daughter, Natalie. I know keep it going. You'll be all right. Jay, you'll be all right also. Stay close to God. Amen. Stay strong. And you and, 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 and everything will be all right. Just don't let your friends, the people you hang around with, the people on the job influence you. You know, sometimes even family can influence you down the wrong track. Don't let Uh-oh. it happen. You know? Oh, you Right. Even family can take Uh-oh, you, you down the now, wrong see? path. Yes, indeed. And, and, I, and, and I agree with you because because what we have to understand is, is that the one who cares for you, like no one else, should be the only one you follow with that kind of commitment and that kind of embrace. And that's what God yeah. does. He's the one that made sure you woke up this morning. Yes, indeed. Yes. He's the one that made sure that you, and I pray I'm speaking to everyone who has a roof over their head. He's the one that made sure you had a roof over your head. Don't take the roof that's over your head for granted. I'm looking on the news, and I saw a tornado swoop through uh, 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 Arkansas yeah. and Mississippi yeah. and remove the roofs off of all kinds of buildings and structures yes. and all kinds yes. of houses. Yes. And the winds start yeah. blowing real hard right here where we are, just the other mm-hmm. day. And so, and, and so we need not take those things for granted because these things are gifts and blessings of God. We need to trust Him because He's the only one that can keep us. Like yes, He does. Amen. Go right ahead, brother. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, and if, and if you look here, when you speak of people with rules over their heads, we even had. 40 days, seem like 40 days and 40 nights of rain out here that we haven't had in quite some time. And we have a homeless population here in Los Angeles that is, uh, it's got to be one of the worst in, in, in the country. And, you know, I have to pray for those people out there, too. It's been cold. It's been rainy. And, and you know, it's just been really terrible that, you know, and you really have to stop and think. 
and pray for those people also. So I just want well, to know, Well, you know, and, we, and we're definitely going to do that. And living according to the word, we find that we are the people who have been given everything. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's what the word says, everything. The God has given us everything. And, and we're living like we don't have anything. And how can you help somebody who has nothing if you don't know you have it all? Amen. 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 The Bible says we are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. That's amazing, isn't yes. it? Yes. Galatians chapter four verse one says, "Now the heir, talking about talking about the heir, talking about us. Now the heir, as long as he's a child, differs nothing from a servant. Some translations say a slave, though he be the lord of all." The Lord of all means you own it all. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's like Amen. the landlord owns the land. The Lord owns it all. And so yes. we're not only heirs of God, but we're joint heirs or co-heirs with Jesus Christ. And we know he's yes. the Lord of all. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And I believe God wants us this day to start to start identifying with that position and that calling because Jesus is the king of kings. And I believe that God wants us to be those kings that he's the kings of. I believe God is trying to build a kingdom of kings. I think he wants us to be kings, amen. And I know he wants us to be lords. Jesus is the lord of lords. Yes, amen. It's time we start opening up our minds and start allowing God to come in and give us revelation. And sometimes we talk about the TV a lot, and one of these days the TV is going to prove to be our servant, even the bad news. Because when you're you're the king, everything serves you. Yes. God knows how to make your enemies become your footstool. Amen. God says, I'll go before you and make the crooked places straight. He said, I'll make the darkness light before you. He said, I'll give you the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches of secret places. Read your Bible sometime. You find out in the Word that God has treasure troves of things just laid up for his people. I like how he said, the eye has not seen nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the things that God has prepared for those that love him. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. He's got some stuff with your name on it. All you have to do, amen, is get in position. How many know you can't get anything that belongs to you until you get in position? Right. You certainly can't expect to have the king's furnishings until you first accept the king's position. Yes. Get in position. Get in position and quit worrying about stuff and how you're going to get stuff because Jesus said when you get in position, all those things will be added unto you. They come with the position. Yes. This is good stuff. <laughs> this is good, and I would love to expound on it even more so, but I just want to let you know, amen, that when we start living according to God's word only, not straddling the fence, only, even if it causes people to say something wrong with him, something wrong with her, that's okay. Let them think something wrong with you. Yes, they start seeing deliverance take place in your life. Yes, and miracles and signs and wonders. 
They'll, yeah. Then they'll be wanting to get a hold of what you got a hold of. Yeah, yeah. Let's there's something wrong yes, with me, yes, all right. right? There's something wrong. That's right. Let's be a witness for the Lord. Let's show the, let's yeah. show the world what it looks like to stand on the promises of God, even in the midst of ridicule. Yes. The line is still open. Does anybody else would like to come on in and before we close out here today on Fellowship in the Word? You need someone to stand in the gap with you. You need someone to intercede for you. You need you, is something going on in your life, even if you don't say it. I'm praying for you because I believe whoever it is, God wants to help you, and all you have to yes. do is reach out to him by faith. Right. Yes. And God will move in your behalf. He'll do things that only he can do. He'll begin to use that power that he has, and and he's going to use that power that he's given you. Ephesians 3 and 20 says, God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. We're not powerless. We're not powerless. We're not powerless, saints, so we don't have to be hopeless. Begin to use your power. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. All I can say is thank you for letting me uh, share this opportunity with you. Amen. And I don't know who I'm speaking to, but this may seem like the driest day in your life, but God is getting ready to lead you to a well, amen, of living water. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. Today is your day. Yes, indeed. God bless you. Yes, indeed. God bless you all. And, uh, all that consuming fire. I'd like to say to each and every one of you out there, those listening in on the podcast around the world, because we know. That the word is getting around the world. And if you heard something here today that you felt was for you, it was for you. <laughs> That's why you heard it. It was for you. Yeah, and, uh, amen. We, amen. We'll be back next Sunday. Is it Easter Sunday? Yes, sir. Oh, well, I'll give you a call, Pastor. And we'll discuss that. All right, God bless you. God bless you. We'll talk to you all soon.
just wanted to say that uh, All Consuming Fire by Steve Howe. And when he wrote this, when he put this song together, he said he wanted it to be played right here on Fellowship in the Word. And here it is. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.